13-106. That's it. Um, that's the final. The Bulls losing streak. Season high losing streak reaches six games now. Some of that before the trade, some of it after. Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us. Happy Friday. This is the Stretch Four. We are the Bulls Outcast. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John. Gentlemen, just going to get this right out of the way. Sure. Tonight does feel a bit, a little bit like a win, and I didn't want to ruin it, so I didn't bring it up until now. But I did take the Bulls plus 12 and a half tonight. So, ka-ching, there's a victory. There's a nice W right there. I honestly felt good about this game tonight. Maybe a bit of a trap game for Utah. It's like, oh, we're at home. We never lose at home, and it's the Bulls. Um but I just like the way that we played and gave the Suns a tough game without Zach Levine. <laughs> and, um, you know, man, I just thought we were going to scrape closer and maybe even finally end this losing streak tonight. It, it doesn't happen. And I know that there's probably some Bulls fans pressing the panic button tonight. They're already pressing the panic button on Wednesday, on Monday. I'm going to continue to tell them to chill out and that while it is another loss, there are some signs of improvement would you not agree, Dave? First of all, if Matthew Peck is telling you to chill out, you need to mm. chill. Like, see, you need to relax. If I'm telling you, I say it all the time. Even though I'm right, I say it all the time. If Matt says it, then it's really gives some emphasis on it, okay? So chill out, relax. Yeah, Matt, I, I felt good. Actually, these last two games, I felt good about in, in those losses. Um as in, like the two seed and the one seed yeah. in the Western Conference. Correct, the two best yeah. teams in the pretty much in the NBA in the best conference in John's favorite conference. So when you're watching these teams and you're seeing how good they're playing against these teams, because these are games that you just thought you know they're going to get beat down and blown out and not have a shot to do it. They look competent. They look cool. Like I saw growth in this game, and the growth for me was defensively. Like watching them play defense. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> I was like, wow, the guys are playing defense well. Kobe White played better defensively tonight. I was shocked. They had a defensive possession, what they call the 24-hour shot, a 24-second shot clock violation. I can't tell you the last time I've seen something like that from this team this season. So, yeah, I was impressed. And, and even not quitting down the stretch in the fourth quarter when there were plenty of chances to just give it up against this team. No, they kept at it. And, and I appreciated that. Like, yeah, it was a loss, and I'm not one for moral victories, but it it did didn't feel terrible. Like I'm not ready to you know jump off a roof or anything like that. Like yeah, it felt good. One hundred percent. Unfortunately, the world is never binary. Things are never good or bad, right? Like it's always shades of gray. Yeah. But in sports, the beautiful simplicity of it is that it can be you win or you lose, and we're losing a lot. That doesn't mean we're. That doesn't mean that. But I think we're also playing better if we're in these games that we wouldn't normally be in. And we have to, like, kind of take a nuanced approach to evaluating this team right now when you make this trade going against a West Coast killer road trip that we knew was going to be the hardest part of the season. Right. Like, yeah, the, Jazz, the, the, the Nets would have not hung this close, you know? Mm. Yeah, because they like, don't have the defense like that. That's true. It's in Utah, so mm-hmm. again, we, we still need that signature win. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's fair. Tonight definitely we, would have been it. Yeah. We, it would have been the Suns. Yeah. We keep searching for the signature win. Yeah. We're right so there. I, under, I understand the frustration. Like you're, It's like, how many times are we almost there, but we're never there? But also, I still feel like, again, man, that we didn't give up. 
We're still there. Yeah. It, was a one, it was a one possession game and 30 seconds left. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. I think the other interesting thing that's kind of happened a little bit on Wednesday night and then some more tonight is that Donovan in the first couple of games post-trade was like blender, fucking throw everything out there, mm. see what happens. Um, tonight, he stuck with a nine-man rotation. Mm. Like he had been throwing 10, 11, 12 guys out there in the few games after the trade. Mm-hmm. Tonight, Lowry 23 minutes off the bench, Tice 20, Kobe 24, Kobe White's first game back after missing a couple with the sore neck, and Denzel 22. Mm-hmm. So noticeably, of the new arrivals in the trades, obviously Vooch is still in that starting lineup, and Daniel Tice is getting some serious run off the bench, which, good. This team desperately needs his fight and his defense. Shout out to him for that stuff of Gobert. That was awesome. But Troy Brown Jr., Alfarik Aminu, Javante Green, the other pieces, now Donovan's like, all right, one thing at a time. And maybe saying, let's take the best pieces we got in the trade and make sure that they are comfortable and set in my rotation before we start to figure out what else is going on. Because personally, personally, no surprise here, every single second that Denzel Valentine was on that floor tonight, I was saying, where the hell is Troy Brown Jr.? Why is he not out there? We know what Denzel is. He's not going to be around next season. Play Troy Brown Jr. If there's one bone I have to pick with Donovan's rotation development since the trade, it's that. Thoughts? Oh, I thought you were going, John. Uh, yeah. And and again, Denzel, I mean, 12, 4, and 4. It was nice. But and he can't keep being in there in the fourth quarter is, is the only issue I have. Like, he, he's good for one, three, and then he's going to do something to hurt your team. Like, he's done it the last two games. <laughs> like, that's it's what he does in the fourth quarter. He's shown you that over his career. He can't be in there. And I know why Billy keeps wanting to play him. It's because, you know, the ball handling skill that he has. Shoot. And he can shoot. But it's also the ball handling, too. But but it's the fact, yes, he can shoot the ball. But that fourth quarter is crucial late game turnover. Yeah. yeah. That's, when he, can't, that's cool. when he can't be in there. That's when he can't be in there, man. He cannot be in there. Um, because he's shown you that's when he's going to mess up. Like that's just shows he just shows you that. So right. But yeah, splay him in spurts, harness that chaos, and yeah, you should be okay. But yeah, Troy Brown Jr. should definitely be getting those minutes. I haven't seen him do anything to say I shouldn't be playing and getting more minutes while I'm out there. Uh Al Farouk Aminu, I Still need to know more about you know what he can be on his team. So I, I like, like to him. see him get more minutes. I like him too, but I I don't I know what he is on his team. Is what I'm saying. Like I know, but I don't he, know. Should, he should play. Yeah, yes, I agree. Like we're we're in agreement. I just want to. That's yeah. why I'm saying I don't know yet because he hasn't played. So I'm interested to find out how he fits in uh, with his team. But I think you brought up a great point, Matt. That he brought his two best pieces and he established like these guys are going to have their rotation. And then let's find out what kind of works around that. So John, that's a great point. What do you what did you think about Donovan kind of condensing the rotation tonight a little bit? Man, I get why he's doing it because you don't want to experiment. You want to see if you, you want to like because again, if you make the signature win, narrative changes, you, you confidence change. Like these are actually kind of crucial for this team, right? You, we're not we don't have the luxury to experiment. So I get why it just sucks that our we weirdly have a dearth of backcourt players. Like, mm-hmm. and we have a ton of front court players. Like, but like the fact that 
Arch and Del Del play regularly tons of minutes is wild. It's wild. Like, you know, like between, we don't have a point. It's just great. And you're he like Denzel should be a third quarter guy. <laughs> like he should only play in the twos and threes. He should never play in the ones and fours. He should clap. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. like, cause like it's too, it's too. So that's how I feel. I get why he's doing it. I just don't think Denzel is the, is the answer. Because he's going to always take more than he gives. Appreciate the tip from TJ who said, put this towards a bus ticket for Valentine. <laughs> uh, great, great reminder that tips are always welcome and appreciated. Um, I Jack love that. Saying, Denzel finished the game. What the fuck? Ramming a can of SpaghettiOs into my throbbing forehead right now. That's a beautiful mental image. I mean, a painful one, but it's really? also beautiful. I just, I mean, I... If, if there is a positive spin on this, it is that in back-to-back games in the span of three days, the Bulls have, yes, added to this losing streak while they're trying to figure out their new roster after a trade uh, after a trade deadline that saw a lot of changes. But they did it against two of the best teams in the league. A, a seven-point loss and, mm-hmm. what, like a five-point loss, right? Yeah. Um, to two very good teams. You got to come home on Sunday and have one of those weird early matinee tip-offs against the Brooklyn Nets. Weird. The the KD-less Brooklyn Nets, but still the Kyrie and maybe Harden and and now Blake and and now LA uh, Brooklyn Nets. That's a tough test, but at least you're coming back home and they might be shorthanded too. And if you can play like this against Phoenix and Utah, you can play like this against Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, you can. Like, can you play the same level of defense that you gave, that you showed tonight? The same effort and competency on the defensive end that you showed tonight? Because you certainly would need that against a Brooklyn team that can outscore pretty much everybody. But then after that, you look at the schedule coming out of this weekend and in the next week, there are a a lot of much more winnable games. Like, this this is the gauntlet that we are almost through now. And yes, we're 19 and 28, but for this team that I think still very much so wants to at least make that play in as the ninth or 10th, if not getting up, finishing above that. Yes. They're they've dropped six in a row. They could easily after the Brooklyn game, reel off a stretch where they win five of six or six of seven. It's doable. If they continue to gel, come on into my world, man. Cause this is what I'm talking about on the show. A few games back to you guys. You're getting through the murky waters. You're getting through. Keep swimming, man. Because it's gonna come in. You're gonna reach the shore soon. And you got one more game to go before you can reach the shore. And you can take an exhale and, and breathe a little bit because these teams will get a little less vulnerable. I'm not saying they're terrible, but they're definitely less vulnerable than this gauntlet that we're going through right now. Yes, absolutely right, Matt. Absolutely correct, sir. I'm so <laughs> glad to hear you say these things. And the other positive thing I'm taking out of this is watching Patrick Williams because I have really enjoyed watching him play these past few games. The aggression. Maybe it's the new number that he's getting. Man, I mean, he's feeling good, man. That dunk he had tonight on Gobert. Wasn't Ooh. that just awesome and exciting to watch? I love oh. how he cuts all the time. He never stops moving. You love you love a guy like that. And I know Thad and Sato love him for that reason because that's how they find their guys when guys are always cutting. Man, watching P. Will do that, when he gets that ball 
on the elbow, makes that move inside and shoots that little jumper or goes inside for an easy. And, man, dude, the block he had, which is his signature moment so far this season, dude, mm-hmm. it's been great to watch him so far on this road trip, man. He's been a, awesome. He's been awesome. I love the way John, you phrase that. That dog tickled my undercarriage. I don't know about you. Truly. So if we look, look – instead of looking at this as was it good for the game, let's look, at, let's look at it. how was it good for our assets, our most valuable assets. And Patrick Williams has had moments in these road trips that he has not had. Like, yeah. in terms of growth, in terms of taking the next step, in terms of, like, again, I mean, it was – Big Dave, it was – his block on Aiton was, like, front page Reddit on NBA Reddit. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have mm-hmm. those moments unless they're boiling goofs. Like, mm-hmm. like, so maybe we have to look at it that way as opposed to is the team winning? No, but it, are the pieces that are going to be here looking like good assets and getting better and improving? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I, I, Absolutely I think true. even on a night like tonight where P-Dub's stat line is underwhelming, 8-3-3, three, and three, you still just saw moments of – God, that's it. Oh, my yeah, like God. Like, the, the iceberg of potential with this kid. With I his size, of, dude, trademark that also the, Trademark that <laughs> I, I will. I'll, I'll think about I that. The, just like the little stuff, like, you know, the dunk that – the play that resulted in him post our eyes and go bare a little bit was a 19-year-old rookie knowing exactly when and how to make an off-ball cut for a difficult but doable baseline pass from his veteran teammate that young. Sure. That kind of shit – from a 19-year-old rookie, is so impressive. When in the first half, as the Bulls have want to do this season with their defensive struggles, got a bad mismatch, and you had Vooch on Donovan Mitchell out on the perimeter and Sato on Gobert um, on the left side of the paint. A 19-year-old rookie, Patrick Williams, saw Sato with Gobert on him and said, oh, hey, buddy, real quick, while Donovan's sizing up Vooch, let's get a little switcheroo here. And I, the 19-year-old rookie, who's got a little bit more size and beef defensively than you do, Sato, will take this gigantic person off of your hands for you. That kind of shit from a 19-year-old rookie, oh, my God. That little shit that doesn't show up in the box score but just shows you that – Iceberg potential, John. Iceberg of potential. John. I mean, you're 100 right. Like, he does something again. In this road trip, he's done it almost twice a game, where you're just like, okay, that's what I needed to see. I can watch this team another day. Like, like, like he gives you reasons to love and to believe, and that's a scary power to possess. And let's hope he uses it. Mm. Let's hope he uses it for good. <laughs> yes, yes. and I think he was. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely that. That was such a great moment you called out, truly, because it is. It shows a basketball IQ that he's wiser beyond his years. Mm-hmm. He didn't start mm-hmm. at Florida State, you know, basketball powerhouse, Florida right. State. Yeah, <laughs> he did not. He didn't. And man, it's just flawless. It's been flawless, like and seamless. You know, like we've, you've seen the moments where he hit the rookie wall early on. But it was so quick. Like usually it lasts <clears throat> usually it lasts much longer for guys. And his, it was like, oh, so I just need to do this instead of doing this and be a little more aggressive. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do yeah. yeah, I'll do it. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, that's that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yes. Yeah, he's always feels like he's three steps ahead. And he's just I'm just excited about like the dude when he played the two 
Yes. And it looked normal. We did not, you know what I mean? Like it, it looked normal. It didn't look out of whack. We, 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 we forgot so soon from tip yeah. off. We were like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah, like yeah, this this will work. Yeah, we're like, that's fine. This looks great. This works. This what what, what yeah. else could it be done? Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Seriously, oh, he's, he's been awesome. Man. I can't wait. Right, I can't wait to see him next year and in years beyond, man. Because right. he, the, this is the growth we're seeing now. Man, I can't wait to see and what's coming up. I think, um, you know, uh, so there's been a lot of talk recently after the Bulls made the Vooch trade. Even, like, you know, national talking heads, NBA, are turning their heads towards Chicago after a, a big trade like that and saying, okay, what? where are the Bulls? What do they need? And there's already talk of, okay, what can the third piece be? You got Zach. You got Vooch. They're both in their prime. Can you find a way to bring a third star to mm-hmm. really make yourself a contender in the East? Mm-hmm. And, and Jordan and I had some Bulls fans, you know, in the text line that we were talking to earlier today on the pod saying, like, could P-Dub be that guy in a year, in two years? The third star? You don't need that much from the third star. And, you know, in, in a lot of uh, scenarios, the third star, take, like, the Warriors, for example. Steph and Clay, the Sp- Splash Brothers, they do the bulk of the scoring. They're the fancy ones. You know, a gritty third star like Draymond – facilitator can finish inside when he needs to plays amazing defense, gives your team all the versatility and switchability in the world on the defensive end. Pete could totally be that level of a third star. And I think that a big development, if it sticks through the rest of the season of Lowry going to the bench, Lowry going to the bench and Pete up any starting lineup with two all-stars, it's going to accelerate his development so freaking fast, man way faster than Lowry or Wendell or Kobe, any of the other lottery picks that we've had in the last years who have all been playing together and are young and bad. If Pete <laughs> finishes out this season playing alongside two all-stars who are pulling the defensive focus every night, sky is the limit for what Pete Up can accomplish in these next 20, these last 20 and 25 games. Matt Lowry had five points and two rebounds, and we didn't blink. He gone. You know, we were he just gone. like, okay, sure. He oh, gone. He's out of here. He like, gone. Yeah, it's, it's done. It. Five and two tier, double tier, but it's a wrap. Bye. It's a wrap. Misty eye. Just misty eye. He gone. <laughs> For me, like a little misty right there. But yeah, dude, five and two. And honestly, I didn't blink an eye. Like, I didn't even think about it, I didn't even notice it. I forgot he was out there. Well, you know, some and somebody pointed out to me on Twitter uh, when I was talking about the rough, you know, finish to the half that the Bulls had and how they responded so well at the start of that third quarter to fight their way right back in it. Lowry's on the floor for that end of the first half, you know, mm-hmm. where, where Utah made that run and just pushed the lead up to eleven. Mm-hmm. That was only, that was the only time I noticed Lowry on the floor is when the Bulls gave up a huge run at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was about to take some of those minutes from him. Um, yeah, it, like things are about to change. That's all I know. Because Billy Donald, like I said, they're trying to win. They make the move they made with Boots because they're trying to win. All that development stuff and, and giving you time to figure it out, that stuff's done now. You're done now. <laughs> like, like things are about to change. You know who's going to be free agent in two seasons? Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. He coming. He coming. <laughs> Billy and him are going to be reunited. Perfect. It's going to happen. I- if Beal comes, does Zach go? No. You, you play. You play Beal and Zach together. Let's do it. Why not? Let's get. Re- let's get weird. Vooch. Weird. Vooch. 
P. Will, Beal, Levine, and any sort of third-rate point guard, you're in. God, I want a point guard so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, wow. You know, Sato had a solid game tonight. I, I give it to him. He had a solid I think he had 10, 6, and 4. Solid game, but I need a point guard. Bad. Jack Jack Tripper coming in hot with Beal is a cancer. No. Uh, like, like in okay. terms of, like, his birthday? Or, like... <laughs> I'm, about say, I'm, I'm about to say, I think he's a tourist. So he's Zodiac? <laughs> like, people love him. Thought he was a Pisces. Right. Uh... <laughs> He seems like a All right. Um, anything else that you wanted to touch on tonight, gentlemen? We've talked about the yeah. development of P-Dub. We've talked about Donovan's rotation a little bit. Is there anything that you would like to see Donovan do differently on Sunday against Brooklyn? I want Vooch to get more involved early. I didn't like how he wasn't involved early in the offense. And he finished with 16 and 8, but he was – Five of 14 shooting, one of five from three. Mm-hmm. Like he was out of whack. And what I know about, and not saying I know everything, but what I've recognized about big guys is when you get them, in, you have to get them involved early in the game. You've got to get the ball in their hands and let them touch it and be a part of the offense. And if you saw how they used him in Orlando, they did that early and often. Everything kind of ran through him. And you saw how it ran through him last That's a good point. Game. You saw how it ran through him against Phoenix, and that's why he had the game he had. Because they, the first play was designed for him mm-hmm. in Phoenix, the very first play. So you have to get a guy and a big fella involved in the offense because he's not going to be out there crossing guys over, creating his own shot. So you have to get him involved, and you have to get him involved early because he is an all-star for a reason. So you brought him here to do that, not just be a piece, not just be a complimentary piece. You brought him here to be a star. So you got to treat him as such. So get him the ball early and often, man, to get him in this offense. John? I want to see the music news, guys. We need fouls. We need to see the. We need to see. We need to see Troy Brown. We need to see Aminu. Let's use these fouls up on these two amazing perimeter scores. <laughs> like, yeah. let's make their lives hard. Let's just throw bodies on like they're sharks' teeth. Like, just keep coming at. Like, so that's what I'm. Looking for. That's what I want to see. Mm. Now that is a great we have analogy. Now. We have, well, it's no, it's no iceberg potential, but it's still, oh, right, right, right. it's still ocean themed. <laughs> or or Tibbs's mask being struggled like uh, guys, like a W and a poncho. You guys have to watch Tibbs with his mask. It's the funniest thing. He because he, he, it's mean, missed out fire. Like it's amazing. He can't shout ice properly if it's covering his nose, Josh. He can't it is truly. He is just, it, he's one of those guys who like washes his hands by just waving his hands over the, like near the water, but never like, <laughs> you know, like he fakes to, like I'm washing my hands. He's that kind of right. thing with his mask. <laughs> Employees must wash hands before returning yeah. to work. I totally did. I did, of course. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> now, defense. All right. That's it. We'll let y'all get out of here and enjoy the, uh, the rest of your Friday night. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Sunday matinee tip-off. John and Big Dave, I'm not sure if you guys are going to be around and want to hang with the crew. I will be at Wrigley Field, bitches! Enjoy that's a, that's a, legitimate a baseball game. game at a ballpark. Pulling my mask down to take a giant bite of a hot dog and putting my mask back on. Catch up on that hot dog. You know it. Catch up on that hot dog, baby. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. Hey, your your boy's getting that Johnson and Johnson tomorrow. 
Because like Eminem, I got, we need one shot. That's all we need. Just one shot. One shot. One opportunity. One opportunity. So that's Dude, all I said. I said, not a good once, one. once we're all vaxxed, boys, we should watch one of these and do one of these from the same room. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, yeah. Vax like body I said, spray. I won't, I won't hesitate this next time, guys. I'll be all in. <laughs> and I promise I will have the vaccine and I'll get it done. Don't snooze, don't lose, Big Dave. Don't Hit that don't. submit button. Heck, was, heck, when you sent us that link, I was like, "This is insane!" And it was the <laughs> I should have jumped on it day one. You were so smart to You're do right. it. You were so smart You're to do right. it. And I, I think I think it around to a few. You guys and 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 Bulldog were three of like six people total that I sent that to outside I, of my immediate family. I truly and it before. worked. And I think that mm, fed your you. gambling addiction because that worked and you're like, hey, well, <laughs> the, the timing is. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm four weeks past the second dose. I'm going to Vegas for March Madness, baby. <laughs> but you gambled to even get the vaccine. And then you were like, I okay. Did. Yeah, I did. Yes, you did. I, I, and he said, let it ride. <laughs> I, I believed a random invite code on a screenshot of a text message and followed that to the interwebs. And two hours later, I had a first shot in my arm. The wonderful, the wonderful country we have here. They, didn't send <laughs> right? it, they said, hey, wear a mask. Good luck. Find one. <laughs> <laughs> they Truly. said, you better wear a mask. Ah, I better find one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hopefully all of you out there are staying safe. It sounds oh, like some of you are also on your way to being vaccinated if you aren't already. That is great. I was talking to Jordan today about how much it would be great to be back in the United Center for all of the new positivity and optimism around this organization now, all the changes that have been made since COVID first hit last March. Um, man, I just feel like we need to pack this stadium and root on this team right now. And it would be really cool to do that with you guys um, and all of our beloved fellow Bulls fans. So until Sunday, uh, go Bulls. Enjoy your night. Thanks for hanging with us. Jack, appreciate the tip. For Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Check out the pod if you missed these live shows. Check out Ball on Bulls on the YouTubes. Peace out. Have a good one.